Welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Great to have you with us this morning. Uh, live in studio, we're going to be having a great conversation with our new county commissioner, Dr. Mary Tatum. On November 23rd, Judge Ammerman appointed her, and so we're going to learn all about her and what her top priorities are when we return. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Community County Services for local family-based mental health. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. I've been looking forward to this conversation. And live in studio with me this morning is Dr. Mary Tatum. She's our new county, Clearfield County Commissioner. Commissioner, welcome to Contact. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. Yes, it's great to have you. We appreciate you making time and uh, making the trip over the mountain to come and see us. It's been noted by your colleague, uh, Commissioner Glass, that we have... Now three county commissioners um, from different parts of our county. I want to talk to you about that. Uh, you're more from the Moshannon Valley side. Uh, obviously, Dave Glass lives here in Dubois, and Mr. Sobel, Mr. John Sobel, lives in Clearfield. So we have a very uh, recovered. It looks like recovered in our county, but it's exciting. On November 23rd, we had to have an appointment. Uh, Judge Ammerman made the decision that it would be Dr. Mary Tatum. I think he made a great, a great decision for us, uh, but we'll let the voters decide that someday. But tell us, who is Dr. Mary Tatum? Well, thank you so much for that introduction, Michael. Um, as Michael has said, my name is Mary Tatum, and I am a Clearfield County resident, a long-term Clearfield County resident. I've been in the area since I was five years old, and I have grown to love Clearfield County and the people that are here. A little bit about myself, I have always known I wanted to help people. And getting into my education, I earned a human development and family studies degree from Penn State in 2006. And that was fantastic to get into the, the front line and help help people, help children. And then I realized that there were, I, I found government incredibly interesting and policies interesting and ways to help enact change. And so I started getting my master's and public administration, and I graduated from Capella in 2011. I just earned my doctorate this year, actually, and uh, from in public administration from Capella University. And I have a very strong interest in economics and property blight, and how do we boost economy and support bringing people to Clearfield County while also helping enhance opportunities so that our children are more inclined to stay. Yeah, no, I remember when we when I reached out to you to come to the show, we had a great conversation. And that's how I know you're a great choice for this job. But can you tell us uh, first, congratulations on your PhD. I know that takes a lot of work. And can you talk to us about your priorities? I mean, you're new now the new county commissioner, right? So you're getting used to this job. I think you started on November 29th, if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. But 
tell us, like, how has that been? And what was the process to become a county commissioner? What did that look like for you? Sure. So, so let's talk about the process first, and then we'll get into Yeah, that. and I know, like, I think it was like an amazing number of like 35 yeah, people applied. Yeah, 35 people applied. And initially, I actually had heard on the radio that Tony Scotto had resigned from his um, position as county commissioner. And I didn't think much of it. And just another piece of news. And then right. about a week or two later, I had uh, read an article that said only two people applied. And I was like, wow, that's not a lot. And I know from being in administration and having to hire people that it's incredibly helpful to have more than just a few people apply. So I was like, you know what? I have a strong interest in this. I'm gonna I'm gonna apply at least to bolster and give give more more opportunities and more people to for the uh, judge to pick from, and I didn't think anything of that. Hmm. <laughs> and then I got a call that they wanted to do an interview, and I'm like, I wonder if they're interviewing all 35. And I had come to find out they weren't, and that was um, in and of itself being able to be interviewed was incredibly humbling, and a fantastic experience. And I was able to talk a lot about the county and the visions and the dreams that I have for Clearfield County and didn't think anything of it. I was just, you know, it was one of those conversations when you walked away from it, you're like, wow, that was awesome. And I was happy. And even if I didn't get the appointment, I was like, you know what, that was well worth my time. And I didn't think anything else of it. And then I got a call for my references. And I was like, you know what, they're probably checking everybody's references and (laughs) didn't really think much of it. And then I got the call from the judge and offering me the appointment. And I was humbled, and I became a public servant overnight. And since then, I have had a lot of fun. And I know people look at me and they're like, government and fun, what? And I'm like, no, it's awesome. Like, I get to help enhance our county and make things better. Like, who wouldn't want to do that? It's so, it's been incredible. And Commissioner Glass and Commissioner Sobel have been incredibly welcoming and incredibly kind and helping me understand and learn the ropes, taking me to different meetings and just kind of getting me up up to speed. I have been met by so many people with, with kindness and excitement. Which is really good, right? And it's actually refreshing to hear because public service sometimes gets a bad rap. Right. Always the that bad word politician comes to mind. Right. Everyone wants to throw that around. But really, when we look at it is public service. And when you take that attitude, I think it is a really refreshing moment for people. It's good for our county. Uh, your colleague noted that uh, you're from Oceanan Valley. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. It's actually a big thing. Because I think in the past, it's only been like Clearfield and Dubois has pretty much represented the county commission. Sure. And it's it's fantastic to be that voice for the southern part of the county. And I've learned that that's called the valley. That was not something I knew prior to being appointed. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's been a lot of fun. I actually grew up in Coalport. Right. So getting to represent the, the, the area that I'm from. And now I live in, in Houston, my valley area. And... It's just, it's awesome. So we do have this really beautiful um, representation of the entire county and different perspectives that that brings. Yeah, I think it brings a lot to the table because I think, honestly, I think many people, maybe Michael Clement included, sometimes we just think of Dubois and Clearfield, but there's a lot more to our county than just that, right? I Absolutely. Mean, we may spend our time in the bigger cities, I guess, but uh, there's a lot more to it than just that. Um <laughs> 
your top priorities, anything that comes to mind. Now, I want to note, we'll talk about it as well, but you were in charge of the Children's Advocacy Center for the county. Um, maybe some of your priorities are tied to that. Absolutely. So priorities tie, economics is a big part, right? Sure. Because if we want people to invest in Clearfield County, if we want people to move to Clearfield County, if we want people to work in Clearfield County, we've got to have the economics to back it. So driving and bringing in more programs, opportunities, jobs. That's big for me. Uh, Infrastructure is important. I know the the broadband is a big topic right now, and and it's vital. Mm -hmm. There are places in Clearfield County that people still cannot have access to good quality internet. So I love that that's that's a priority, and I'm glad that that was a priority before I came to the table. Um, Additionally, and it ties into economics, actually, I care about the kids because children are incredibly important because when you look at our demographics, and it depends on where you you pull the number from, you know, it's anywhere between 79 to 80,000 people live in Clearfield County, and depending on where you pull your demographic information from, about 25% of them to 18% of them are children under the age of 18. And then when you start to really look at that data, what you notice is kids leave and they don't come back. Right. And part of that, we need to make sure that we are investing. Our kids are our future. We need to figure out how to to give opportunity to our children and make sure that they can be the best versions of themselves because ultimately they're the ones taking the reins. They are taking the reins at one point. So there are a couple of things I want to... Uh, pick your brain on if we can. Absolutely. So you mentioned economics and bringing jobs, obviously important to Clearfield County, extremely important. From your opinion, and you're new to the job, how do we go about doing that? Like, what does it look like for Commissioner Tatum to help facilitate that? Well, so that is a very great question, Michael. So there, there's a study that's going to be happening over, and I don't remember the exact name of it, but there is going to be a study that will be guiding how we can introduce economics. It's almost the equivalent of a, a public treatment plan, if you will. And I know that's not what they're called. It's, sure. it's very strategic um, guiding that. But it'll look at the individual issues for each area and ways that we can improve that. Some of the things I've been talking about are looking at how do we reduce supply chain because that was a big issue during the pandemic, right? And it still is to this day. So is there ways that we can bolster our economy by bringing in factories or bringing in other industry that can reduce the supply chain and help the length of the supply chain, I should say, and help people in our area be able to get resources that they need versus going into stores and seeing that the the shelves are empty because stuff's backlogged in another state or this happened or that happened. So being able to find ways to do that. Right. Um, looking at other ways that people can find work or find income and revenue, you know, blood banks. I'm very fascinated by the whole concept of selling plasma. You know, there's one in Center County. There's one in Blair County. We don't have anything here. That's a passive way for people to earn income regardless of how, what their educational level is. Yeah, So sure. different things like that. And I think a big part of it is just listening to the municipalities and, and the constituents on what they think they want to do, right? And finding ways to encourage and bolster them. Right. And so I would imagine, I mean, I don't know, I've never been a county commissioner, but I would imagine that business owners mm-hmm. and local governments absolutely call you and say, Dr. Tatum, Commissioner Tatum, can we meet? 
Like, can we talk about this issue? And I'm like, yes. And then we schedule a time or sometimes I drive to them, you know, because I don't always expect people to to come to me. So. Right. And and I think, as I understand it from talking to you, your, your door's always open to anybody who wants to reach out to the commissioner. You are absolutely correct. One of my driving factors is I want to help. And how do you help, right? You're accessible. Right. You're accessible. And uh, I would say listening, right? I, I got to believe that's a big part of the job to understand what's happening inside um, our local companies and our local industries who mm-hmm. are facing real struggles right now for lots of different reasons from inflation to workforce problems. And as you mentioned, supply chain issues. Uh, it seems like we're going through a lot of different things at a little, lot of different levels. Probably a lot. Um, you seem very much up for the job, but probably a lot of information flowing at you uh, like a fire hydrant. There's tons of information. What I find myself doing is listening to some of it or reading some of it and coming back to it. And just knowing that I have it and, and able to and, and people too, people that are, you know, experts or, or very wise in the field, being able to come back to them and pick their brains is incredibly important because I don't have all the answers. Yeah, which is a very humbling, uh, humble answer to give. Uh, I think a lot of people do expect all elected officials to have the immediate answer, and that's not always true, right? Mm-hmm. It is a process that takes time. You mentioned children. I know you and I had a great conversation. We're not going to be able to rehash all of that. I just want to note that uh, as someone who went through uh, Children, Youth, and Services, I went through it in Jefferson County. I think it's a huge uh, issue, both in our local tri-county areas, certainly across the Commonwealth and across the nation, but here at home, right here in Clearfield County, not sure exactly how many children are in the system, but we have quite a few. Mm -hmm. And you would know better than anyone as a Children's Advocacy Center administrator prior to this job, if I got that title right. But I think... As you look at it as a priority, what can be done in your mind to uh, improve the situation? That's another. That's a very layered que- answer, yeah. but it, it's a fantastic question, and it, it will warrant someday a much larger conversation right. about it. But there's a couple of things that can be done. One of the first things is for people to become more aware of what child abuse is and reporting it so that it can be investigated. That, that's part of it. Um, that's the immediate response. Ideally, we see a decrease in the number of children being abused. That, that's the, the big goal, right? Because right, that's huge. Yeah. We don't want kids to get hurt. Nobody wants kids to get hurt. Right. So it is, we know physical abuse and neglect are often tied to socioeconomic standards. Like if, if you have a family member that is struggling with addiction or with employment issues or domestic violence in the home, those kids are more at risk. So finding ways to support families with resources that are already available in our county, often for the, the families at no cost, there's a lot of great advocacy organizations that can provide supports and helps to help families get through some difficult times. Um, so making sure that we are there for kids and that we, we can help them. And then the other part of it is making sure that there's avenues to encourage them to to better themselves, right? More opportunity. Whether Go ahead. No, right. I was just going to say I could imagine that when you go into a meeting with uh, Commissioners Glass and Sobel, both great men, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, great friends of mine. 
you bring this perspective? Mm-hmm. I do. And we have very candid conversations about it. And they know I'm incredibly passionate about helping kids and making sure that we take care of Clearfield County's kids. Right. And it's not, so I hear you and I know you're passionate. Um, I think it's, it has to become a top priority. Absolutely. Because it can't just be passion. And what I mean by that is, like, to your point, uh, Commissioner, they are the future. And if we don't get this right or if we don't fix it, there's a massive problem coming. You're absolutely correct. And, and I think some of the issues we're seeing with addiction are probably systemic from how the adults that are dealing and struggling with that addiction, traumas that they experienced when they were children that were un- sure. unaddressed. Mm-hmm. So we need to figure out how to break cycles. And you know, a big shout out to all the people in children and youth. Absolutely. Because they're toughest in the job, tra- yes. one of the toughest jobs in America. And, and law enforcement. They respond, yeah. you know, we have phenomenal police departments in our county and the victim advocacy organizations. They all do phenomenal work. And even our community mental health programs, you know, all the different providers that are doing those trauma based evidence, tra- ev- trauma based evidence practice. That, I didn't say that right. But anyways, the trauma treatments that we know work because they're informed by research and they're evidence-based, right. we know that that will, over time, done correctly, reduce symptomology in adulthood. So a big shout out to all the people that are out there already working with the kids. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, to be in CYS in any county, I think, is a tough, tough job. Absolutely. So what have you found to be the toughest thing? I mean, this is brand new to you. What's uh, what's difficult? Well, that's a, another great question, Michael. <laughs> um, sometimes long meetings can be tough, but that's not nearly as difficult as making sure that there's a lot to learn and right. making sure that I'm patient with myself. And, and I appreciate everybody's patience with that. Learning all the policies, learning what we already have going on in the county versus what we need and making sure that I take time to listen. Yeah, and along with that, can you tell us, uh, I, I think some people have a, or maybe it's just me, uh, a different view of what a county commissioner does, and how do you explain, hey, I'm county commissioner, but what what, what does doc, what does Commissioner Tatum say that her job is? Well, that's actually a great question. So yesterday I was at a program at a school, and I was talking to eighth grade students, and I had a kid who thought I ran the county. Right. Like big 80,000 people I'm in control of. And it's like, you're oh, in charge of all of us. I'm like, oh, no, 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 that is not what this this is. And I, I explained, you know, we oversee the county budget. We do have some departments that report we, we oversee and they report to us. And, you know, we don't oversee the entire county government. You know, the, the courts, you know, the, they're separate. They, they manage themselves. Other elected officials manage their departments. Um, but we help with, you know, budget oversight and policy enactment and also advocating, I like that word, advocating for bringing different resources into the area and being an ambassador, really. A lot of the meetings that I go to, it's really just being that representat- representative or that, that ambassador for Clearfield County and, and bringing our, our, our voice to the table. Right. I think that's a, I think much like that student, I think a lot of people have the idea that uh, you and Commissioners Glass and so will have like the final say of everything that happens in Clearfield County, and it's really not that way. No. It is a, a job that makes you executive. You work with other elected officials, but it's important to remember that they're elected, so they also answer to the people, which can make, I think at times, may make your job a little difficult, but at the other time, that's democracy at work. And so it is 
a little give and take, uh, I'm sure, all the time. Your office, office hours, are you there every day? What's it like in the daily life of a county commissioner? Um, there are, I, I think they, the office opens, boy, I should know that, and I don't. Um, I think they, it's officially like at 8.30, and I think office hours are until like 4. Yeah. Um, people are more than welcome to call the county office and, and get leave me a voicemail. Um, you can email me and keep going. Okay, so if anybody does want to email me, my email is mtatum, T-A-T-U-M, at clearfieldco.org. Um, give me about 24 hours to respond to any emails because – there's a lot of emails. I'm sure you get a lot. And I can tell you, I emailed you and I got a response. So um, I know it works, uh, but we can appreciate that. We're going to take a break, uh, Commissioner. But when we come back, we'll give you the final words and maybe leave us with some advice or some thoughts on our county. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Lifespan Family Services, located in Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. We're having a great conversation with our new county commissioner, Mary Tatum. Commissioner Tatum, you were appointed. Um, When that happens, I think the resignation kind of caught everybody off guard. I'll be honest. I didn't know that uh, Mr. Scotto was going to resign. Not that he needed to tell me, but it was news to Mm me. That opened up an appointment what are your plans? Will you run for re-election? Uh, I say re-election, but it's really not re-election. Will you run for election? Yes. Um, so Commissioner Scotto's appoint the, the appointment to, to fill his vacancy is, is only until the end of 23. And even after, I, I realize I've only been there a little, about m- month and a half, if you will. Right. And I love it so much. And there's so much to do that I really think there's a lot of time and talents that I can give. So yes, I'm going to run. So you'll be a candidate on your in your own right. That seat will be up in 24 then? Is yes. that right? Yep. So you have a while to go, but you're making it known like I'm not just filling this seat and uh, going to be someone on the sidelines. So you're going to jump right in and Yep, I'm going to I will run for election this year. So Well, good for you and that's a big decision, but uh, we congratulate you on that decision. I know we probably have like 2 or 3 minutes left. Any thoughts that you'd like to leave with us that come to mind that maybe we didn't address? Well, I think we've addressed a lot of them, but I one of the things that really resonates with me is how incredible the people in our communities are. We have, I realize there's a lot of struggles, but we have some really strong, caring people that are really vested in our community. And that really makes it so worthwhile to be able to do this job. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And I think uh, your job allows you to meet a whole host of diverse people. Absolutely. And, and they're it, all great. Like Right. And <laughs> you hear what their jobs are and what they're doing. And I'm sure at times you're like, wow, didn't even know that was going yeah, on. Yeah, it's so cool. It's It's just been a lot of fun because I'm learning so much. And there's still so much more to learn and so much more to do. I'm looking forward to doing that. 
And so out of those, so much more to do. If you had to pick, uh, what's one thing that you think we can get accomplished that would really help in the next year? I think strategically looking at industry and economics and, mm-hmm. and starting to take steps to better that, to, to aid in the retention of our population. And are you optimistic that we'll get uh, broadband? Yes, yes. I think that that broadband thing, I think we're, we'll be good. I, it's, I know Commissioner Glass has been working really hard on that. He has been, and he needs to be commended for that. But I think all of you need to be commended for that. Oh, uh, yeah. Greatly appreciate you coming on our show. And, of course, we appreciate Commissioner Sobel and Glass. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had Commissioner Glass on. One day we'll have uh, Commissioner Sobel on as well. But I'm sure he'd love to do that. I want to thank you again for making time. Uh, Dr. Mary Tatum, our new county commissioner. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me.